you're listening to Home in Him, bringing home the joy of the gospel and helping people live as new creations. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Home in Him podcast. I am Leslie Wallace, your host today. And we are right in the middle of a series on hospitality. I'm calling it the Welcome Home series. Last week, I discussed the difference between hospitality and entertainment. And I hope you found some encouraging tidbits there. One of my favorite points that I made is that hospitality is about imperfection, that you don't have to have a perfect Martha Stewart home in order to practice the biblical art of hospitality. So today, I'm going to take a much more practical approach in what I have to say and really give you what I like to just call my short checklist when I'm hosting somebody for a meal. I can remember my earliest days before I was married, I would go with Eric to his house where his mom just was so welcoming and hospitable. And it was always just something I look forward to. It didn't have to be holidays. It could just be a normal weekday meal. Just to go over there, she always just made you feel very welcome and at home. And one of the things that she did, especially probably more for holidays, was she would sometimes have a candle lit in the garage before you even entered the house. So friends and family, you know, in most cases, enter through the garage into the mudroom and there would be this candle right there before you even stepped inside the house. And I just, I always felt like that was such a warm, just, hey, welcome, I'm glad you're here statement. And of course you walk in the house and there's just good smelling food and a little plate of something to nibble. She had a bar kind of in front of her work area that people could sit at and I would often just plunk down there and start talking and maybe I'd get be given an onion to chop or something. It was just a very welcoming, warm kitchen environment. So I, I hold that dearly as something that kind of inspired me when I was thinking about my own house, looking forward to how I was going to you know, host people. So before I get into today's topic with some of the practicals of hospitality, I want to just step back and explain to you, I know not everybody has that warm, fuzzy feeling towards hospitality. Not everybody loves that. I feel like I I could watch Martha Stewart TV shows all day long because that's just me. But I know that not everybody is in that camp and that's okay. I'm hoping that this whole series will just give you some encouragement where you are. And it looks different for everybody. So it's not a cookie cutter layout. This is not intended to be a list of things you should feel guilty about not doing. This is just to really encourage you where you are. And really what I'm going to say today is intended to take the intimidation out before the invitation is even issued. So before you even invite anybody over, these are just some basic checklist things that kind of would maybe boost your confidence. Just to tell you where the rest of the series is going, after today's practical start, next week I'm going to talk about the food, and then the final week is going to be talking about the mood. When we got married, one of my favorite wedding gifts was a book called The Spirit of Loveliness by Emily Barnes. And I still have it and I will never get rid of it. Tracy Taylor, that was a prized and precious gift that you gave us. And and Tracy even wrote a little personal note in the front, 
encouraging me as I set up my new house. And it, it was a beautiful starting point for me. I am probably going to refer to that book once or twice here today. So today's checklist for getting started in hospitality includes three main things. The first one might surprise you, but it is the front door. I have read this in different places and as I've applied it, it is such a great piece of advice. We often overlook the front door of our house, but it really is the first impression that people have when they come to visit. I like to take some time to evaluate the front door. Look at it, see it, does it does it have clutter around it? Does it have stinky trash sitting by it? Is it hard to step over things to even get to the front door? How can I make the front door more inviting? Can I add a wreath? Can I add a doormat? Just thinking through that first impression, clear the porch off, whatever needs to happen. I I do that regularly when I know I'm gonna have people over. And as I mentioned before, I also like to put a little candle out on the porch. So just kind of thinking about how you're going to welcome your guests into the house at the front door. That's the first item that I check off of my list. The second item that I like to focus on is the aroma of the house. And this can be forgotten. And if you haven't really thought it through, you could end up with the wrong aroma hitting your guests when they walk in. One of the things that Emily Barnes talks about in her book is how nice it is when you walk into a house that has the smell of browning ground beef and onions and you know exactly that savory scent that's so inviting and welcoming maybe you have a candlelit inside maybe you have a fresh baked bread cooking whatever it is just being mindful of the aroma that's in your house realtors have really got a handle on this too when they have open houses oftentimes they will put some cookies in the oven to greet potential clients. It's also good to think through what you have had surrounding the day. For example, maybe seafood the night before isn't the best option because that can sometimes leave a lingering odor that's not so welcoming. In our family, one of our favorite snacks is kimchi. It's a Korean side dish that everybody loves, but I will say, If you've ever had it, you know it has a very strong odor. So I always have to tell Eric, do not open that till after the guests are here or take it out on the deck because it will permeate the whole house. So just being mindful of aromas is a very good thing. And then the last thing that I think about that I feel like should be on that short checklist is just thinking through the seating and the space in the area that you're going to be hosting people. Obviously, If you're having someone for dinner, you've got to think through how many can sit at the table. And if you have more than can sit at the table, where will they sit comfortably with their plate and cup? Even if you're not serving a meal, just having people to come for coffee or dessert, thinking through how the seats are set up so that they will encourage good conversation. And sometimes that means just putting them in in pairs of two or three around the house, because oftentimes you do have smaller groups kind of form and they chat and just giving them the space to do that comfortably is very helpful when you're hosting. And 
you know, something when, when we have dinner anyway, at our house, usually it ends up the kids go one way, the wives end up sitting one place and the husbands in another. So I like to kind of think through how that would probably flow or how that's going to work out ahead of time, just so that you're not caught with a challenging situation. So this is just brief. I didn't have a lot to say. I like to keep it short and sweet, but I do have just a couple of resources. I have mentioned two of them already that I wanted to just share. One of them is The Spirit of Loveliness by Emily Barnes. I will try to put all these links in the description of the podcast. The second is one called The Cozy Minimalist. And this has really been good for me as a tool in helping me to just get my house to a place where it can be... um, comfortable and hospitable. It's generally about decluttering, but she has a much better, well-rounded approach to it. I just like her style and the way that she encourages people to take it room by room and, and really make it livable and comfortable. So highly recommend The Cozy Minimalist. And then the last one is a book that is probably not even in print anymore, but I'm going to see if I can dig it up. It's called The Sensational Home, like Sensational. And she really did a great job of taking the whole idea of the aroma of the home to the next level. So she talks about ways that you can um, fill your whole house with good sense. And she just has creative suggestions. And I just found it really encouraging and sweet. So I'm going to try to find that link for you all in hopes that maybe it'll bring a little glimmer of encouragement to you. So I hope that this brief podcast has given you some encouragement and maybe a little direction or inspiration as you consider ways that you may be able to practice hospitality. And as is our ministry message I do want to leave you reminding you that you are new creations in Christ. Therefore, you can walk faithfully.